Jones, the comedian, and as always, next to me is... Hi, Bonnie Scalisi. Thank you, everyone, for joining in. It is episode number 39 of this show. If you found the show, please share the show, share the show. Um, you should also subscribe to Mandy Jones, the comedian, on YouTube. That's where we have the wildflowers every Wednesday. Am I? Is that mine? Yeah. Ooh, it was, like, muffled. I was right. I was so ready to yell at the guy in the corner over here, uh, but I'm not. Fault. But I'm not going to start. It's a, it's only an hour. <laughs> this is an hour long show, and you guys have probably seen us fight for quite a while if you've watched the show before. Um, housekeeping tips, uh, Bonnie. You want to uh, tell them what the topic is tonight? The topic is road rage because our our guests are comedians, and they're going to tell all about the, the heckler type of situation. So you are in for a really special treat. And we have a lot of people already tuning in. Uh, I want to say hi to Nancy Weems and, and our favorite Robin DeVito. And David Lange is saying hi to everybody. My boyfriend, Michael Steven Spielberg. Marsha Fitzpatrick is saying hi. Uh, Patty Marie, how are you, Patty? Uh, and Bill Hansen. And James Walker is one of my Facebook friends. He's one of my Trump friends. He's tuning in today. And, uh, oh, thank you. Robin is sharing the show. Everybody, please share the show right now. Sharing is caring. Mary Underhill, M Mandy's mom, is watching. And we have a few things we're going to plug before we introduce our guests. So, uh, Mandy, do you want to do that? Because you're better. Mm, yeah, sure. And I thought I had my list, but now I think I should have them memorized by now. Um, Friday, coming up, I'm not actually doing the Calamity Jones Hour, but Bonnie and I will be at a live show, live comedy's back, uh, at McGuire's in Bohemia. Go to govs.com to get tickets for that event. Uh, Terry McNeely is the headliner. Bonnie and I will be performing along with um, Tony Landolfi, uh, Peter Wolfinger, who you've seen on this show, um, and some other just uh, great comedians. So that'll be fun. That's on Friday coming up, the 4th. Then on the following night, the 5th, uh, we'll be over at Coaster's Tavern in East Meadow. Well, the treat is uh, Richard Schultes is the headliner. Mandy and I are in Kristen Tinsley production. She hit it out of the ballpark in that one. Richard Schultes is one of my favorites. Yeah, that's going to be really yeah. fun. Um, and then we have Sunday off. And then Monday, the 6th, we'll be at G's Club, which is going to be our first. Uh, Bonnie and I are going to be producing shows there every first Monday of the month. Um, and once again, Terry will be closing that show, Bonnie and I will be there, and some other people that you've seen on this show, maybe the Calamity Jones Hour as well. Um, so come down, there's no cover for that show on Monday, and there's no minimum for uh, food or bev down there. So. That's right, and one, one other one I, I promised I would plug is Justin McDonald, McDonald and Eli Velasquez uh, have me in a show on Saturday, June 12th at Hopkins in Bayshore. I think it's Hopkins Brewery, but I'm not sure. 631-316-441. So should we get started? Or? Yeah, I think let's do this thing. Okay, so 
Our next guests are two besties. They do comedy together, they fish together, they drink together, <laughs> and they jerk off together. And that's how they wanted me to introduce them. The very, very funny <laughs> Tony Randolph and Terry McNeil. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome. Well, we should thank say you. welcome back, Tony. Yes, um, I've been here before in a while, Fred. And if you, you guys know not. Bonnie and I, you would have known that we used to have the best co-host in the world with us. He's no longer with us. He's now just a guest on this podcast. I nobody asked. You you used COVID as a total fuck, and you you pulled the COVID card on us. <laughs> I pulled the COVID card. They closed oh, everything is, down. I pulled the COVID card. They Italy was closed down. They Antonio, I can't come to your house anymore. I didn't say we weren't doing it in the house. I can't come to your house. It's unsafe. We he weren't. She wasn't COVID. doing it at the house. We were still at Gov's at the studio, and it was shut down. I, you know, I got a rag on you for ten minutes. That's and then so you, could, you fucking gave it to me. I'm pretty sure I had the first case of COVID. Fucking typhoid Mandy over there. And she gave it to me. And I was literally like coughing on him joking because it was like before 2020. Yeah. And and they're all here and they're all lived. We're in the studio and she's coughing on my shit. He's like, I'm like, he's like, don't get me sick. Everybody lived. Yeah. And we all live to tell about it. So So, you're here. So Robin is very excited to to, to tune in. She's she's been waiting for the show. Yes, we know Robin. Busta, I'm Busta. How are you? Um, so let's get right into it. Um, what's the, what's the biggest thing that happened to you as far as like if on a scale of one to ten, ten being the worst? What's the worst on thing the, that's the, ever happened to you? On the road, on a road rage tour, when, um, or just any, comedy in general? In general. In general. Yeah, road rage is not a thing that's going on anymore. It was 2012 to 2017, but. Tony was on a ton of shows with it. That's, that's yeah, basically the road race. This is how this whole thing started because we were talking in the green room one day and they wanted to hear all the crazy stories. But so, the, I don't know the worst. Yeah, what's what's the worst? I, I've been oh, atta- I've been a, I've been attacked times. on stage six seven times and Gallo physically the, physically George, yeah. Ga- George Gallo the, the 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 creator yeah. of the road rage and my partner for all those years was attacked probably twenty six times on stage. Oh, oh yeah, George, like, I understand. Attacked on stage. George, George, had to, like, George had to like I, go out and take like judo lessons and shit because okay. people just kept <laughs> Because they didn't know how to start from being on idiots, his back. Idiots <laughs> take things seriously. They don't know it's comedy. They disagree with you. So they go up there and they're like, hey, let me get the mic. And you and just they try gotta. To, they try to, uh, the yeah. worst one was probably, I think the Ale House show was the worst one. Long Island Ale House. That I was on. Yeah, with you. probably. So the, the Long if Island. I can't hear you or I can't hear any of us. Uh. Testing. Can you guys hear me? Just type in yes or no. Yes or no. Can you hear me? All right. So just just keep going. <laughs> um. So we were at this place. It's out of it's out of the out of business now. It's called the Long Island Ale House. It was in Medford, and it was a nice place. It had a, a good setup and everything like that. And um, Terry was on stage, and there was some guy at the bar with his girlfriend, and the girlfriend wouldn't stop heckling him. Like, do you remember what she said or no? I don't remember every whatever she said. She was saying whatever, and I said, "Shut up!" Why don't you shut up? <laughs> you sure you didn't have a something, worse? No, something like, "Oh God, enough! Nobody wants to hear from you." Whatever. It was something to that effect. And then I said something. What did I, I don't know? Dot head. Yeah. Oh. Something like something that. Something like that. And she was years like, ago when you're allowed to actually speak and talk. And talk <laughs> when and you're talk. allowed to say dot yeah. head. So I said something like that, and then the guy said, she's not Indian, she's Guyanese. And I said, it's the same shit. Oh, it's even worse. And then he came up, he came up on stage. So he jumps up on to say, now he's nose to nose with Terry, and he's like, and Terry's going, just go sit down, just go sit down. Now, the way this thing was, where the stage was, to the right of the stage was a door that led to outside. So I came up with a little plan where I came, no, no, no. (laughs) So I was going to come up behind the guy and stick him. Stab him. With a knife? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, with a goddamn shoe. Yeah, well, with when, a... What are you going to... What are you... You just carry a shiv around at comedy shows? The guy was starting shit, and he was with a bunch of people. So, yeah. So he always has his on. So... Oh, wait. Over. If that one's not good, I have this one. Okay, because I have a cheese platter. So... <laughs> So, so okay, anyway, so... so it calmed down, and then afterwards, he I, I came... Me. My plan was to go up... <laughs> 
behind a guy and just give him a little poke in the kidney. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> and then kill anybody. And then run out that side door. And there was a sewer there. There was a sewer there. So I dropped the sewer. Throw the knife down the sewer and then come back in through the front this door. This is like every first episode. Hey, what happened? This is like yeah. the like, first 48 every episode I've yeah. ever seen in the first 48. So... And then, but then the guy calmed down and he stepped off, so I didn't have to stick him. So we were all right. It worked out. Okay. Let me give you a whole, let me rewind a couple of years back and give you a whole backstory, right? I start comedy. I take class at Governor's. Carrie Caravis was the teacher. No, so I, really? I, yeah, of course. Oh, the best. There she's, goes. she's the one that made my career because of who she introduced me to. She, yes. I got very fucking lucky. Okay. He'll tell you. I've been in this less, less time than he. And very lucky. He knew all these people. I was like, a fucking student taking class. So Carrie was a teacher. Took class. Loved it. I loved it because she didn't bullshit you. You, you would go up there and you tell a joke and she'd be like, that's fucking stupid. Don't ever let me do it. You hear that come out of your mouth again? It's so dumb. You can't even you can't even make that funny. Not if you had six weeks. Don't do it again. And I'm like, holy shit, it's tough love. I loved it. So I just kept going back. Boom. Class at the class at the class. And while we were doing it, like a couple of us, like Carrie's star students, I guess, would start, like, started rising where the people would drop out. They weren't doing the class anymore. So it became, like, me and this guy, Jason and Scotty and, and Darby and Mick Thomas. They were all, like, like the people, like, she was really paying attention to us. When you say like, they dropped out, is that because... Because they, they just weren't into it. Well, the, this is the thing. If you have a really good job, you're going to lose interest in comedy. This, this guy, Scotty J, was a, he was a fucking hilarious comedian, but he built websites. So he makes a ton of money, and he dropped out, and he was funny. It's always the guy you don't want to quit, don't want to quit comedy, quits comedy. And the guy you don't, you're like, please let this guy fucking drop out right now. Case they'll, in point. They'll never fucking go away. Only the good guy. He's like herpes. He never goes so away. So basically, like, the, a couple of us started, like, going up. So she started sending us out places. Like, she always said, do the off mics, do the off mics, do all, stage time, stage time, stage time, hit every more mic, everywhere. Then to, like, me and Mick and Scotty and Darby, she started, like, Hey, Keith Anthony has a show up in Agua, Massachusetts. Hey, I, I have a thing in Pennsylvania. So she started taking the, a couple of the students that she liked with her. And then eventually I started meeting Keith Anthony, Paul Bond, Roach, George Gallo. And that right there forever changed my fucking my, my life. Because when I would, because no, I, when I would, I would, George would call me up and go, where are you going? And I'm like, oh, uh, Billy Bingo has a, uh, an open mic at uh, McGuire's. He would go, you're coming. Don't, don't make a fucking face. As all, as all. I thought I changed your life the moment you met me. It's so goddamn long. I told you, it's a long-winded fucking story. You want to know about Grover? This is how it happened. So, Knob <laughs> Creek, straight Kentucky it's bourbon, nine years too. aged, 100 proof. Thank you. So this is how I deal with Terry McNeely, by the way. <laughs> you notice know piece of the bottle we just started and a quarter of the bottle's gone already. This is how I deal with Terry McNeely. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll so anyway, so they started setting us out. So he would call me up and go, What are you doing? I had an open mic. He's like, Why don't you just I have a show? Just come on, do ten minutes of me. And I'm like, Oh shit, this is cool. So he, he started like George started taking me out to real shows instead of going open mics. He goes, instead of going there and doing comic jokes fun of comics that are judging you anyway and not laughing on purpose because they're creeps. Go to a real show and get a real audience. So he started taking me out, and then that was awesome. So then when George wasn't around because he had a real job, made good money in the city and shit, I couldn't have my bill caught up his ass every five seconds. So I would always this this is how I met him. Right, I always wanted to be at this about time, right? Jesus. I had this whole fucking planned out. You be Hurry bitch. up. People are watching. That's for you, dude. They were asking about Road Rage. I'm fucking giving the fucking genesis of how it happened. So I always like, like, I don't even, Roach doesn't even know this, but when back when I was beginning, he was the nicest fucking guy to everybody. He still is the nicest he is guy. guy. He's a nice guy in Suffolk County. But he was, he was, one of, he was one of those guys that already had success, was already like featuring, strong feature, starting to headline in, in 07, 06. And he was so fucking nice to everybody that when, he's still when, nice when, to when everybody. Okay, I know he is. Yeah, he's a nice I know. person. I know. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so when I couldn't be around where Gallo was because he had a real life, I would go, oh, let's find out where Roach is going to be. I always just wanted to, like, not even to get a spot, just to go hang out because he was nice to us. So I was like, let's go be around Roach. So I started hanging out with McGuire's. At that point, 
Tony was headlining McGuire's like crazy because the old owner like loved him and headlined him like crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because I was dating the bartender who's now my well, wife. Well, no, no, this is before. That's this is right, before you were dating Gary. <laughs> oh yeah, you like, met her while you were headlining. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Gary, I was so he, so that I, I came in there. So I, I came in the bar. It's funny because I knew a little of him from when I was like an open micer that he was a real comic. Oh, he so, heard so I know I knew I knew of him a little bit of comedy. I heard of a little bit of him from the radio because I was into heavy metal. So I knew his name because I knew where Fingers was. Uh, so I was on WBAB for 10 years. He was on BAB for 10 years with Fingers Metal Shop. And then I also knew a lot of his cousins like on all sides of his family. And then so I remember one day I went in there and he's got his fucking bowling shirt on and he's at the bar with a Jack Coke. And, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? I, I, I dropped Sal's name and I was bullshitting with him. Then we didn't see each other like, you know, regularly. And then Dylan, Mike Dylan kept putting on shows where I was featured for Tony. And then all of a sudden one day he goes, hey, want to go fishing tomorrow, me and my dad. Yeah, I was yeah. talking about fishing and Terry was like, yeah. I've never caught a fish ever. I'm like, you come with me. Yeah, I'll, I've, I've been fishing fish. five, six times before I went with him. I said, you come fishing And I me. caught a weak fish, a fish in like the early 90s. I don't even count it. So then, then one day he said, we want to go fishing. And then boom, then, that was, then we, we, we were yeah. just fishing. And they would shows, fishing, they would shows. So, the first, but yeah, the road rage shit, he was like, it, it was me and George Gallo, but it was Tony, Rob Simadonis, Chris Davis, the, like John Consoli, and even Hugh, Ke- Mar- Hugh Keegan, Murray and Keegan. Hugh Murray. They were brought on as really young kids. They were, they were like, they had fucking wet behind the ears. So I was already five, six years in, and they were like brand new. But me and Gallo loved those two kids. So we were on like, so then this... So we did this original tour. Because basically, George, someone, George said to me one day, oh, they say uh, people don't, uh, people don't, uh, comics don't work in the summer. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the whole saying. You know, it's always like <laughs> spring and fall is very busy. And he goes, oh, yeah, comics don't work in the summer, huh? Watch this motherfucker. And then I'm hey, like, what is, what is he doing? Book the tour. Yeah. George Gallo is insane. He's got such fucking drive. And he's got the tenacity of a tenacity pit Tenacity of a motherfucker. <laughs> and I swear to God, like, even I, and I was, like, idolizing him at the point when I met him. You know, like, Megan looking up to him and like, holy shit. And he told me, he, was, he goes, I'm going to get us a show every day in June. This is February 2012. He goes, I'm going to book the entire month of June. First to the thirtieth, and he basically booked twenty-eight days in June. Oh my god! But he would call me up every day and be like, "Hey, asshole, June fourth and fourth, sixth and ninth in the books. Call you tomorrow." <laughs> Yo, schmuck. June twenty-first, twenty-third, the in the books. I'll call you tomorrow. Call Sivadatis, put him on these two. Call Tony, put him on these three. Call Gumanjani, want to put him on that one. Tell Davis to get out of his drunken slumber. We'll put him on these three. And then that, that was like... And that's it. And that's how Road Rage... But that was the original thing. But then George goes, let's not let it start like the tour. Let's just make it an ongoing thing. So then we just kept doing crazy fucking shows. And Rudy. then we ended up doing Rudy's. Remember that? Rudy's? You know, you know tell them the so, Rudy's story. There's places in Pac- I, on, on, this on the, the called Rudy's, Rudy's with him. right? <laughs> so we do a Road Rage show. Right? And it's me, him, George, and Jimmy Britt hosted it. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy Britt, who lives in Colorado now. He was good to have around, though. He was fucking good time. So we get done with the show. Terry and I are outside having a cigarette, and this George this, just went up, right? This Karen comes yeah, out. Yeah, before that even existed. And she looks at me and Terry, and she goes, You guys are racist. You should call yourselves the road racist tour. And I go, What did we say that was racist? Huh? What did we say that was racist? Now she's just blinking at me. I'm like, Name something I said that was, was racist. This in the city? Like, no, no, this Medford. is in Patchogue. <laughs> Medford. So I'm like, what did we say that was racist? And she's just blinking. I'm like, shit, we're right. racist. What did we say? Right, so I can remove it. I don't know. I just remember it. you guys were racist. Just like any triggered schmuck, they never have an answer. And I said, they just say things and they never have anything to back it up. Go home and feed your 40 cats. And yeah, yeah. 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 And Tony's like, he's out of smoke. He's like, I don't really give a fuck what you said. I do what I love tonight. I did comedy. I'm getting money. I'm drinking Jack and Cokes. I'm smoking a cigarette. I'm going to go home and not think about your fat ass. So fuck you. 
Normally, I'm, I'm dying in a Normally, I don't get that nasty, but she was like, yeah, yeah the Rudy's was one of my Shut favorites. The fuck like, up. Yeah. And we will literally, to this day, okay, me, him, and his dad will go fishing. His dad always wanders off somewhere and goes like, I think I'm going to fish over here. Yeah. So you do shit and stay over here. And he wanders away. So when we're... we're, we're he does so, a great Italian accent. So yeah, we're, oh, I, no, I, I love his father like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> so I try, to, I try to imitate him all the time. So we always, we're always fishing like 8, 10 feet away from each other. And when we're not throwing Sopranos lines at each other or lines <laughs> from Departed or, or Goodfellas... Godfather. Or Godfather or something like that. All of a sudden, we'll be fishing. It'll, it'll, everything gets nice and silent. And then one of us... It's like this happens two or three times a year. One of us will go... You're a racist. <laughs> and we will laugh almost until we fall in the fucking canal. This is like, that's how we are. We, we, we never, we'll, we'll talk about shit for months. we we'll just do it while we're fishing. Terry became a main man uh, <laughs> when my dad, when my dad, one gave him a bottle of his homemade wine, but that was Ooh. that was the That's a unicorn. Yeah, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Ask him. That doesn't happen. Does not happen. Does not happen. Only, that means you accepted I'm, into the. And I'm, wait, wait, wait. And I'm Irish. <laughs> yes. No, I know. The only people. Yeah, McNeely, I didn't the only know, people I didn't who have gotten a bottle of my father's wine is him and Anthony Comia. That's it. When I went to the compound, I was Two like, That's it. <laughs> anyway, and. When Terry became shithead number four. Yeah. Because we're all shitheads. Me, yeah. my two brothers. Call up and that other shithead. Call that shithead. Call the other shithead. Hey, shithead. Where's the other shithead? Get old. And I'm like, all right. My father, the first time he met Terry, we were fishing, and Terry was like off somewhere, probably shitting under the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my father goes, what does he do this one? And I go, he's a comedian. And he goes, he's, he's a comedian like you? And I go, yeah, I go, but he does, he, I go, he does some acting, like background work and stuff like that. I go on TV shows. Ah, what shows was he on? Hey, he was on this one, that one, this one, and I mentioned Boardwalk Empire. My father goes, he was on at the Boardwalk. <laughs> I go, yeah. He goes, ah, that's good. All right. We get done fishing. We go back to my- You about the affair? <laughs> we go back to my father's house. Now, this is the first time Terry's out with me and my dad. So my father goes right up to me. He goes, eh. My son, he told me you was on at the boardwalk. Terry goes, yeah. He goes, I've seen every episode. I don't see your fucking ass on there. And I'm like, God damn it, Dad. And then I, and then I told him, I was like, oh, yeah. Now, he goes, what are you doing now then? And it was the summer that I went SAG, that I got my union card out there. Oh, you've been in a lot of movies, yeah. right? Yeah, so then, uh, so I'm working on The Affair at the time, so I tell his dad, I'm like, The, the, the Affair, they film in Montauk, I love it, because I, I go, I play a fisherman, and that's how I got my sand card, because they wavered me for like six, seven times in a row. You play a fisherman after you, like... Yeah, like a lobster, I have to carry yeah. lobsters, like oh, past so, Joshua so Jackson. Tony, Tony this is years ago. Yeah, this is years ago. you for that. Well, yes. yeah, yes. well, all I gotta do is look like a because of walk. me... Terry got his shag That's card. That's why. Because he had his fishing gear in his trunk. <laughs> it actually is right. <laughs> I know. He's right. I just, I'm the reason why Terry right McNeil got his shag card. You know what? Tony's actually yeah. right because Hunter from Central Casting called me up and he goes, let me get this straight. You have an SUV and fishing gear? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, you're my new best friend this summer. <laughs> so he wavered me 17 times and I got my sad card. Yeah. So I tell, I tell, so I tell his dad, Libby is his dad. I tell Libby, I'm like, yeah, so I'm working on the affair now. And he goes, I like the affair. Everybody fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Briefly, Stevie GB wants to say hello to both of you. What up, oh, Stevie? I love Stevie. Stevie's, Stevie's the greatest. Man. Hello, and Mr. GB. One of my Facebook Mr. friends, GB. Um, Trump people, Harry, flag drop is finally catching up me, us live, and she, he wanted me to say hello flag to drop. you. Flag drop, that's probably not a real last name. That's probably it, what it, it's he does. It's okay. You know, we all have to, <laughs> no, I know. you know, we have to support in, in any way we can. So well, any, support you know, we appreciate you tuning in. Thank and you for Pat tuning said, in. I didn't think SAG accepted racists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Racist you know and rapists. There's a lot of rapists too. And Evan so. White says hi, and oh, he made Lord. a lot of comments about producing that you produce. Oh, uh, shut up! <laughs> we love Evan White. Evan White is the Jewish Charlie Brown. Don't remember that. Him, don't call Evan a producer. Don't, don't call, call him a producer. producer. I like that. Nobody's. Amanda and I are going to be producing. 
anyway. Terry's going to be the uh, headliner at our first produced show. Hit me up, yeah, brother. Come on. On June 7th. So it's free cover. Come and support the venue. And you don't even have to pay anything to get in. And share the show right now. Everybody share it. Watching. Share it. Share button. Or I'm going to give you the corkscrew right now. Press the share me, button and share. Let me share something also with my Facebook friends. Uh, all the people that inbox me when I'm in Indiana and Wisconsin and fucking South Carolina. Look at him say, bragging about all the places he is. When are you going to be in Long Island? Yeah. Well, this yeah. Friday, fucking I'll be in Long Island up. at McGuire's with all three of these people. Yeah. That's right. So That's right. All of us. Here's the all answer to, hey, yeah. Terry. When are you going to be in Long Island? This Friday, I'll be in Bohemia. And then, the, you know what happens, Mandy? We get the people, oh, Bohemia? Well, I live in Sayville. Yeah, when are you going to be there? I go, oh, that's the next town over. How much closer you do you can. want me to get? You yeah. have to be in your living room. to do a comedy show in front of your fucking garage. In, the, in their backyard. Thank you for I putting love all these in people. Front of my I go, face. when are you going to be near me? Yeah. Now I'm near you. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Are you, are you going to ignore the, the posts? until Saturday morning and go, hey, Terry, when are you going to be in Bohemia? Oh, last night. <laughs> but you made believe you didn't see the post so you could inbox me to put some strange thing out in the universe that you have interest in seeing me. It's if you true. don't, don't. 100% if you yeah. do have interest, then Yo, buy a fucking ticket. I hate Bohemia. Buy a ticket and show up. I love these That's people every time. You, you're like, yeah, hey, I'm in Albany on Friday night. It's Saturday morning. I wake up, I go to a Cracker Barrel, and I drive home. By the time I get home on Saturday, 6 p.m., someone from fucking outside of Albany will call up and go, hey, man, when are you coming to Albany? <laughs> it's like, I'll oh, be I in, just got done eating oh, hey, hey. in Albany because I'm done doing Albany. Speaking of Albany, I'll be in Albany on July 3rd. <laughs> really? Cool. Yeah. Uh, awesome. At the, uh, what the hell is the name of that place called? In Spreaker's. Spinning room? Is that it? No, that's in Tanner. Yeah, that's Tanner. Fuck, I forgot. This but George Gallo is going to be on it with me. Awesome. <laughs> Adam Snare is saying, we love Adam Snare. He said, don't call him producer or, or late for dinner. Uh, Adam, uh, Adam oh, And that's why you stopped doing comedy, right, Adam? No, you, jokes like that? And that's why you should Jimmy stop Quinn doing. said, go to Gold Hill, LOL. I know a hole in the fence. Jimmy Quinn. Does anybody know? Yes, Jimmy? I know Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Quinn's funny as hell, man. If that's the Jimmy Quinn the comedian, yeah, it is him. Jimmy Quinn is funny as hell. The okay, guy's you great. Compliment Jimmy. There you go. Um, <laughs> I said Jimmy Quinn the comedian. It's Jimmy Quinn, my neighbor. Oh, not Jimmy Quinn the comedian. No, that's your neighbor. Well, fuck you, Jimmy Quinn. That's <laughs> Adam Snare said, "Suck it, Tony." You wish. You wish. Funny. We're all Screw you. We went to your going away party. You spent five minutes with us, Adam. Go fuck yourself. Oh, oh shit. I see. Uh, so real sorry. quick. It's We're halfway sorry. through the Knob Creek. I'm getting cranky now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're going to do our sponsor right now. Okay. Real quick. So you guys can just bear Shut with up. us for just one minute. We're doing a sponsor. Shut um, up. Yes. Uh, and Michelle Asta, thank you for tuning in. Um, Keys Love Jewelry. Uh, stainless steel jewelry. All nickel and tarnished feet. Free, keys, cutlery, knives, swords, and self-defense equipment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excellent quality for reasonable sure prices. I thought you were really going to have your stun gun. She's got a I, do. I bought a pink stun gun, but I don't know how to use it. Oh, my Shop God. Shop online you, and, at keyslovejewelry.com. Don't, don't follow keys, there, you'll find out. That's right. <laughs> Keyscutlery.com. Or you can go in person uh, and see Key Fitz and his beautiful wife, Teresa, at Lala's Flea Market. 1075 Portion Road in Farmingdale, New York. You can contact them at 631-379-1781. And I am not um, uh, mentally capable of having a gun, but I've got a stun gun, which I bought from Key Fitz. And, and, and this is our sponsor. But I, I don't know how to use it yet. It's still in the box, but... I plan on learning and being ready to zap somebody who fucks with me. Oh my god. I do have one thing to say before we threaten people. Uh, Don't fuck with me. No background check needed at Keys Cutlery. That's right. Come get your stun gun. You gave me the pink stun gun and I'm ready to go. We're extending the the 10% off. 
There's a 10% coupon. I'm not kidding. I'm not even kidding. There's a 10% off discount. If you mention the wildflowers, mention the wildflowers and get 10% off your stun gun or any other purchase at Keys Love Jewelry and Keys Cutlery located in Lala's Flea Market in Antiques Mall, 1075 Portion Room. Do you know people? You know I love people in the dark. He said, come out to Amish country. I'm here, a Jew working for Mennonites. Amish? Running Amish. 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 The Amish. 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 Bonnie's oh, halfway through a bottle of peanut grease right now. I just want to let you know. Yeah, I know. I didn't have a coffee mug. She nice. puts it down on the floor. Yeah, it's she because hides it. Not like us animals without bourbon. It's all over the no, place. No one should know. Uh, Bonnie doesn't want you to know she's an alcoholic. <laughs> and I'm she, not an alcoholic. I'm not. My, uh, my boyfriend's saying, now featuring weapons of mass destruction. Oh, wow. Yeah, my boyfriend has the real... Real ammunition, so I don't have to really count. I'm protected. Michael, if you were a real man, you let it test that stun gun on your balls. Oh, no! Oh, I would never shit. do that. That's some kinky shit right there. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Very Going out to manhood. You'd be a real man. Take your stun gun to the nuts. I've been there. Many, many. We're going to let you uh, recover this fight. <laughs> um, well, we already talked about being abused by hecklers. Um, yeah. What is uh, the worst? place you've ever performed at like the worst venue the worst crowd that was not trying to hear comedy i don't know should they say a venue? last week no <laughs> or experience uh um i was particularly at, i was at the worst the it wasn't i wasn't the one who got heckled but i thought it was the greatest heckle ever <laughs> we were in jersey i forgot where we were and my cousin sal sal gavinali was up on stage and somebody just screamed from the audience Shut up! That's all. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that was the greatest heckle ever. That's all. <laughs> Shut up! Um, I've been to many places where nobody wants to hear shit. Yes. I did a fire. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you one of the worst ones. So I did a. Uh, it was like a charity show for uh, New York City Fire Department. Oh. And yeah, and all the firemen were there, and they were the rudest bunch of people ever. No. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in uh, Howard Beach, and I was supposed to work at Pips in Brooklyn with uh, Bob Levy and uh, over there, and I put that off so I could go do this benefit for the for the New York City firemen. Right. And fifteen minutes into it, nobody was listening, and I I honestly asked them, I go, do you guys actually care? About because they were just talking amongst themselves and everything. Right, right. They haven't seen each other in a while or whatever. So everybody was just talking about and I go, Do you guys actually I go, I won't be offended. Let me know. Would you guys actually care? And they were like, No. And I was like, All right, you guys have a great night. And I went and then I shot over to Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, and went to Pips and had a great two sets over there and got paid and Oh, got back on stage that yeah. night. That's good. That's, That's cool. good. Do you ever want to quit? You have to no. If you know, you have to lick your wounds and think you need to be tenacious. This, you, I would never. You get heckled or you bomb. If you don't bomb at least once in a while, you're not doing it. Right. You have to. You have I, to bomb. We, we've we've seen celebrities bomb in the city. I've, I've been seen at the Greg comedy Geraldo so yeah. Eat his dick. When, when you brilliant. say bomb, what do you mean by bomb? Bomb. bomb. No laughs. Like, no nothing. No laughs. Uh, eat I've, dick. I was, that's not heckling. Eat a dick. No. no, you are you are a comedian. You have eat to a bomb. Dick. You bomb. You are. You're, you're not consistently bomb, yeah. but like right. once every now and again. Bomb. Yeah, I was working in a comedy cellar. So many comedians I respect. Co- Colin eat a Quinn. dick on stage, no laughs. Yeah, yeah. silence, crickets. Working in the comedy cell, Colin Quinn's right after his Broadway show that he did, not the first one that Jerry Seinfeld or anything, that was getting raves and everything like that. I watched Colin Quinn suck it for. 10 minutes on stage where noise, but he was just testing out all his new shit. David Tell, too. I was, he was the same night. David Tell and Conklin, the two of them, just shit to bed. The whole, but and they're brilliant. And they're brilliant. They're I've both seen brilliant comedians. And I've been in shows with that bomb. Oh, yeah. That, or, or like oh, yeah, that happens. 20 years, like, you know, sure. Twice, you know, I got a call one time. So, McGuire's going back to McGuire when, when yeah. 
This where will be on Friday, everybody? McGuire's. I went there once to see uh, somebody that I, Joe DeVito. I went to see him in the audience. Of course you did, because you stalked time. Joe DeVito. Run, <laughs> Joe. Run and hide. <laughs> she stalks you. No, Bonnie just wants friends, to be stalked friends. by Bonnie. So that was the only time I've ever been to the stalkers. So this will be my second time. So when yeah, sure John Ryerson, the original owner of McGuire's, had it, I was out one night with friends that I hadn't seen in a long time. And my phone rings, and it's... John and McGuire's, I pick it up and I'm like, yeah. And John was like, I'm talking about it, Don. Like, that's how he spoke. And I just, he's like, I need you to come down here and do the second show because this guy here, he's just a fucking train wreck and that sucks and I'm letting him go. And the, head, the headliner was fucking, this is the headliner was eating, his, eating his ass. Eating his ass. So he, so he calls, calls me up. up. Bed. He calls me up and tells me that he's going to let the headliner go and needs me to headline the late show that the, uh, Oh he God! Can't, he it. can't oh, watch this. There's no way. Was he gonna filibuster while you were there? Get him a fucking. So stage. I go and I get there, and the headliner was the late Chris Rush. Now, if you don't know who Chris Rush is, and if you've never watched Chris Rush, Chris Rush, the legendary is the comics, most amazing Chris Rush. comedian yeah. ever. Never he yeah. is Chris Rush is the only guy who ever kept me silent in the green room because as he's telling stories, I'm just like. Looking at him because the guys we look up to idolize. He is <laughs> amazing. Well, he was. May rest in peace. He was amazing. Just brilliant, smart, hysterically funny. Guy was amazing. And he was eating it that night in Bohemia. In Bohemia. Well, Bohemia. They probably weren't. But yeah, but it happens. But it's what happens. Chris Rush is like one of them, like he's the the high end comics guys, like freaking Joe Starr and stuff. They look up to this guy because yeah. he was amazing. People we idolize oh, yeah. look up to that guy. Yeah, he yeah. And Chris Rush is just one of the most. From the seventies and eighties. Yes, and he he could he was eating it. It happened. It happens to everyone. It happens to everyone. Wow. Well, and it's how you have to work it out. I mean, and and no one realizes how competitive comedians are no, like like you is, talking about george trying to fill every day of the yeah. month that's just because it's, it's straight well, know, he, competitive he was, yeah he was it doesn't no, happen yeah, george, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, right. exactly. george was doing don't it we don't yeah, george was doing it spite in the summer so his yeah, spite motivated him yeah but i was blown away because i'm like 28 fucking days in 30 george, days no, but that's how i am here's how george is George, if you tell George, like, that's not going to happen. Do that. Right. You're not yeah. going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. George's like, oh, yeah? yeah. Watch, watch this. Yeah, he's like this. Yeah. Watch yeah. this motherfucker. Yeah. Twist his mustache. <laughs> and he does it. Watch this. I'm going to do it. And he fucking does it. George is insane. I love yeah, him. if you tell him. I've known George like 25 years. I don't do him. this. He's going to do that first, third, fourth, and sixth. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I know George. I met him. Um, Three times, I don't know. Why. Three times a yeah. gallow. <laughs> but I, 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 I like his, um, his attitude that he doesn't give a fuck. Yes. Yeah. And spontaneity. I'm, I'm trying to be more like. It kind of. You know what it's like being on the road with him when you walk in a restaurant and then all of a sudden. Yeah. Like I'm in the bathroom and I hear outside like there's a guy out here and I go I'm like peeing and I go yeah. <laughs> Security is now? talking about a guy and I what. <laughs> Why do you want to fucking believe it's George? We were at oh, yeah. we were at oh, the yeah. Schlossberg rest stop on the New York State Thruway, the three of us, me, him, and George. And George is just doing a thing where he's he's taping himself, just holding the door for people. Yeah. As people are coming in, he's opening the door. He did that on the way home from Bristol. And then he comes around and, and he's holding the door. And then he went another door and he's holding and he that door. He was like doing TikTok before TikTok was right. Oh like, yeah, he no, was no, doing, no. He is doing jackass before jackass before jackass was existing. So and even Spike Jones, who was Gallo's friend, who directed Jackass, told him that. Yes. Yeah. So he's doing this, and then some old man comes walking up to him and goes, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "I'm just holding the door open." What, what are you actually going to say to the guy? All he's doing is being overly polite. He's like, yeah, he's opening, not hold that but fucking he's door opening for this me. door, and he's opening that door, and he's opening this door. Yeah. So, the guy so goes, even if you're like, I, what the fuck are you doing? How are you going to call him out? The guy All goes, you're doing is doing too many favors. Yeah. He's like, it's brilliant. I, I, do you work here? And George goes, no, I'm just. You're annoying me. The guy's like, do you work here? And he goes, no, I'm just being nice. I'm just holding the door open. I, I think I got to find and the he manager. Never got COVID hit, touching the door. I think this is pretty cool. 
This is way before the fake. And he's like, uh, I, I think I got to find the manager because I, I don't understand what's going on. They would, they would just be confused. And Terry and I are outside pissing our pants. Who's paying for the WD-40 for this fucking This prank. guy is like, just upset that George Gallo is holding the door open for people as they walk in. He's just... Um, we would go to a mall in fucking Lancaster, Pennsylvania, doing stitches, <laughs> and then he would he would set up his fucking phone. He would take his, his iPhone, set it up on a thing in a mall. He's always calling. Like like and oh yeah, and I'm like, how do you have how do you have the confidence that no one's gonna steal your phone? He just sets it up on a jewelry counter. He sees a bench, and I'm like, well, I'm on the road. I'm just like, you know, I'm like shopping. I'm buying a shirt, whatever the fuck, you know. We're, we're waiting to go back to shower to go to the comedy club, and then he goes. You go over there with your phone and you film. I got my phone over there. I'm like, what are you doing? And he would just lay on a bench and fall asleep on people like this. And it, and it was funny to watch how long the old man would be uncomfortable. But they would actually lay there and like, yeah, let him sleep God, on him for a while. Yeah. yeah. Friggin- that wouldn't be me. What the fuck? That wouldn't be me. I'd be like, there. look, and then pow. <laughs> <laughs> but they would let him lay there. And I'm like, I'm like sitting there like with my phone. I'm like, yeah, how long is this gonna go how on? Long is this guy gonna shade? It's so crazy. He knocks him off. It's, it's crazy. craziness. But it was insane. But yeah, that's yeah. how every show went. We, uh, whiskey wind. So we bring that to the show, and then so the first thing he would do is go on stage and just bash the town that we were oh, yeah. in. Just oh, the, that's a good way to start. Just yeah, but he knew. Wait, George, you're talking. Yes. About. Yeah. Well, so the, I, well, yeah, the road, I'm about the old road, the old road rage stories. Yes. So the first thing he would do is just bash the town that we were in. Bash the shit out of it, and then bash the club that we were in, and everybody Great would. Way to get it. Yes, but back. here's what happens: <laughs> everybody would hate him, and then by the end of the show, love they him. loved him. Those hard. people that ran up to the stage to like punch George in the face after the show, they're buying him a drink. Well, Steve because Carlo, it's just, Steve Carlo said to me, he's a true artist. He very, he really yeah. is. George is yeah. the I have said before, and, and I'll say George is like the Andy Kaufman of. Oh yeah, Long Island. He is no of our Still, generation. Like wh- whether he likes like, it or not, he probably and he doesn't, doesn't like being you, you called that. Uh, but but I have people at like he's done shit where he's like this was down his ass for a lot of people, and people are like I will kill you, you motherfucker. And then after the show, they're like, come on, man, let me get you a drink. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. yeah. And then you know what happens? <laughs> he pulls me in the kitchen and he goes, hey, guess what? August fifteenth, we're rebooked. Yeah, rebooked. <laughs> yeah, you just tore oh this fucking God. yes. You just shit this restaurant shit to the ground. All over went, the place. Guess what? August 15th. And then he's like, um, 8 o'clock, make a poster. We're going to be back again here. Uh, <coughs> yeah, fucking exactly. hilarious. Like, I'll tell you. Like, we'd be standing in the back and we'd be like, I'll, 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 never I'll, tell, I'll tell you two quick again. stories that I, lo- that I love. And then I want to hear the story. One of them is O'Reilly's in Oakdale. And one of them is the Whiskey Wind, <laughs> the Whiskey Wind, which is all the way out in Greenport. So the Whiskey Wind, I'll tell you first. Whiskey Wind, we were out there. So whenever we go way out east, we never want to inconvenience guys like Tony and Sividonis and, and, and Chris I did Davis. It out there with you. No, I'm saying we, we did Mo Diggs. So we call him Mo Diggs. We're like, all right, boom. Have Mo, because he's a riverhead guy. So like Mo Diggs, Coast. I like Mo Diggs. He's a great guy. Fucking we we had a actually we only did a few shows with him on road on the road rage days, but he was a part of a lot of the fucking crazy hairiness. Yeah. Yeah. He always was like, oh my God, every fucking time with you guys. So we go into Whiskey Win in um, Northport. It's up by Claudio's. So uh, nobody, Greenport, nobody wants us in there. Like, like they hired us, <laughs> but the owner, I guess the owner and the bartender were in on it. They're like, cool, blah, blah, blah. Two people came to see us, but there's like six other people in there and they're just like miserable old like weathered sailor drunks and like I was catching straight bass yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) like his Phil Johnson character and then we go caught a squall my character is Schmitty yeah now I'm I'm saying God me a striper so we go in there (laughs) Mo Diggle's up there he you know he's great so he's doing fucking eight ten minutes funny as hell me and George are laughing Couple of people that are watching are actually laughing. Okay, I go up there, so now I'm a little bit more edgy. So I turn off half of the crowd, half of the eight, half of the twelve person crowd. Yeah. So the bar, the bartender actually is like this, this like grizzled blonde old, 
And she goes, that's enough. This show's over. It's over. And I go, this show's not over. You haven't seen your headline yet. Mr. Scary, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. George Gallo. So then George goes up there. As George hits the stage, the bartender comes around, pulls the fucking plug out of our flash sound system. But, but like, like we, like me and Tony know, when you do that, George already has a thing where he goes silent anyway, or he makes believe, like, he'll be like, you know, goes, <laughs> right. So as he does that, she does that. We're dying, me and Bo yeah, on the floor dying. Yeah. Kicked us out. Then she thought I stole her mic stand. I said, it's my mic stand. I'm not leaving without it. I'll fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll give people concussions. I'm not leaving it at my mic stand. Because I bought that goddamn sound system for $700, and it's made me a lot of money, and I will leave with every fucking piece and every show I've ever done for the rest of my life. So then I said, O'Reilly, O'Reilly's, then this is another one. Antonio's gets this on tape. Not video. Yes. He gets it on audio tape. So he just, he sends me a picture. It's just Gallo on stage with an audio. And it's still one of the funniest <laughs> things to this day, part of the old Road Ridge days. It is this girl, Dawny. She's like a, a Ronkonkoma townie. Everybody loves her. She's a little wacky, very innocent, but oh, nice. Oh, I know that. She, yeah, she's yeah, nuts. yeah, yeah, Donnie. So she's in the audience. She the, showed me her boobs. So yeah, she's, her a drink. Yeah, she does that. <laughs> so she, she's in the audience, and Gal's up there, and everything's doing fine. Like, I hosted great. I went up there and set. Everybody's laughing at Gal, but she just, Donnie has a fucking a thing where she needs to tell everybody something. She that's needs to be a part of the show. Right. Yes. yes. That's different Dawn's, than a heckler. She's not, no, she's, she's not, not like a heckler. No, that's like different her than own, a heckler. She's like in her own world. She's not a friend yeah, of ours. She's like an acquaintance, which I've I've seen her in six different, seven different bars when I got right. But now we're in Oakdale and O'Reilly's. So Gal's up there and then she's like, eh, 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 and he's like, what's your problem? She's like, he says, he's talking about nationality. So she goes, I'm Irish, French, Puerto Rican, black, Italian, and Gallo just goes, "You sound like the byproduct of a gangbang." Oh. Yes, and the place. Oh my god! Erupts. Everybody place goes nuts. Erupts because nice because because it's John that everybody yeah. knows that everybody knows it's John. Everybody's like, "What?" It is. The, the laughter that my friend caught on tape was, it's wow. like nothing you ever heard. It's great. Because he just looks at her, he's like analyzing her. And she's like, and then he goes, yeah. you're selling the byproduct of a gangbang. Yes. He turns around, right next joke. But the place is his rough. mind is sharp we as a razor. We had him as a guest once. We had him on Three's Company. Three's company. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to me. Yeah. We had him on Three's Company. Absolutely. Like, wow, Harry Flag Flag Drop is saying, wow, everybody's like saying all kinds of comments about um they, they like what they're they're saying. Uh my boyfriend said, How much bail money do you guys carry when you do gigs? Yeah, it's getting scary, Mike. It, it does get scary at times. It's a good there idea. There was times back in the day yeah. where I was like, We're going to jail. Like it was a couple <laughs> of times where I'm like, We're definitely going to jail. There's no way we're not going to jail tonight. And Somehow we got out of it. <laughs> it happens all the time. And just when you think it's not gonna it's not gonna happen anymore. Yeah. I've reached this plateau. You were there the other night and I got attacked by a wrestler. I saw it. Yeah. I saw it in yeah. person. We'll yeah. talk about it after. I heard about that. Dan, oh, yeah. Dan I, called me. I did my wrestling joke like, and it's some seven foot two monster my kids on the honor roll and I sit my arm whatever the fuck I wasn't going to and I'm just like and I was a professional wrestler but I said I said the day before I left on tour I'm I'm at Dan Romano's birthday party the day before I left on tour I got fucking attacked on stage I saw it I witnessed weeks ago but I, it I, I was in the audience, the and I was sitting next to my boyfriend, and I, yeah, I, saw you I guys. said, I'm going to go up and get in between them. What? I, no, I you you have, little you? No, you, you shouldn't have done that. Dan Romano Maybe Dan Romano should have done that, because Wait. when you run the show, and that's your friend, <laughs> no. you don't let a fucking guy come over and Wait. fucking the grab like the half fucking half mic out of it. Yeah. Seven foot five. But I said, I, but my boyfriend said, because I thought I was a woman. He won't hit a woman. No, what are you I, crazy? No, I was, I was I was ready to get up, and my boyfriend stopped me, and he goes, "Terry McNeil is a professional; he can handle it." Yeah. And you did. Yeah, because yeah. you would have got a five across the eyes. Yeah, and I got, actually, you know what's funny? Because uh, you know what's funny? If she should get up and stop him, since 
he would probably not hit a woman. True story. I know it's 100% And true. I'll tell you what's Michael funny. Michael, stopped me from getting Good for you, there. Mike. Good me. job. And you know what? And I'll tell, you what's, I'll tell you what's really funny is the next morning I woke up because Angel Salazar was in the audience. Yes. He was there watching. Yeah. So he, he inboxed me. He goes, was that a setup? Or was that guy, was that guy just an asshole? Can't take a joke. And I said, yeah, the latter. And he goes, he goes, good for you for staying on stage because you actually finished your act. I said, yep. fuck yeah. I'm, so you're not that, getting me off stage. Yep. That happened. Some fucking galoot comes well, over and that gives was, me his shitty opinion. Yeah, fuck that. Wait, I'm like, still doing my time, motherfucker. Anyway, bam, 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 bam. That that's what a, I learned yep. from fucking touring around with the old Road Ridge with fucking That was Gallo a Thursday or a Friday? And doing shows with Keith Anthony and Kyrie Caravis. It taught Monday. me to be fucking tough. It was a Monday. Monday night, yeah. So that Saturday, I'm up in Canandaigua, New York. Don't be jealous. Canandaigua, New York, which is where God left his shoes. He dropped the name over there. And, uh, Dan, well, this is what I'm saying. And Dan calls me. He goes, yeah, I can't believe what happened to Terry Tony. <laughs> I mean, he called me for a gig, but he said, you can't believe what happened to Terry. And he told me the whole story. And I was like, well, what happened? Because I was worried. My buddy got fucking some the guy bun rushed the stage and I wasn't there to punch he him. He grabbed the mic out of my hand. He said some bullshit. Like, like kind of like they do in the beginning, like those stupid interviews. Did in he go, WWE. let me tell you something, brother. Meanwhile, let me tell you something, brother. not in any of the things that anybody would hear about. So. Yeah. He's an indie wrestler. Yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. My son is going to fucking blah, blah, blah. Hey, the best friend, baby. Paul, Bond, my Paul Bond was fucking pissed. I heard Paul was very upset. He was very upset. And you don't want to be Paul. Paul. Paul actually went over to him and he goes, you feel better? You feel better with that fucking pathetic fucking display you did? You feel better? Do you? Did he? I didn't know he yeah. did. Yeah. And, and, then, he, and awesome. then he called me up and he goes, that was fucking disgusting. The guy's an ignorant fucking idiot. And good for you for staying on stage and... Yeah, are, Paul was pissed. There are very few people that actually, like, I don't want to say scare, but kind of, like, frighten me when they get mad. And Paul is one of them. Because Paul is always the nicest, so nice, happiest When you guy. see him so angry, when yeah, he loses his shit, I I'm like, see that. he's going to murder a motherfucker. He is a Gemini, so he has that. But you never I'm see, going, you the, never see the other side of Paul. You see the nice side. So when you see him, yeah, when, when Paul's rolling right. up his sleeves, it's like, yeah, when, when Paul Bond, you're in the right, you're right. Fucking, uh, when Paul Bond loses his shit, I get. He's never doing it to me, but I'm like, if I see him get yeah. mad at other people, I go. I'm a little worried for that guy. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him Paul's like lose extra his... pink. <laughs> what does that mean? His face, like he gets we red, like me. He's very like Paul's so pasty five, white, like me. When we get pink, it means we're angry. <laughs> now, now you have a lot of dates, and you have. You have, do you want to plug anything? You can plug anything. Because we only have five minutes Just left. follow me on Facebook, which majority of your listeners already do. So, And you guys are awesome for doing that. And Don't buy a God. ticket to Maguire this but Friday night. Friday, and June 4th, Maguire's Comedy Club, Bohemia, New York. We're all there. You have to go buy a fucking All four tour. of us. A guy from Scranton with blue hair, oh, yeah. Pete Wolfinger, the Facebook jail champion Wolfinger. of fucking Suffolk He's County, awesome. and Jeff Bossy. Let's not forget him. And Jeff Bossy. Hopefully, the fedora will not be with Jeff Bossy. But we'll uh, and, and, uh, I love Bossy because he yeah. buys me drinks. <laughs> no, no comment. One way to get friends. What? Um... Wait, no comment. What is that? Another person you pissed at, Bonnie, on the list of. Who yeah, Bonnie hit? Are you on Bonnie list? Ten out of the hundreds I've met. Get over it. I consult with you before I book my next show. Yeah. yeah. We're going to leave no, on a high I, note I can, here, I guys. Can, what? I can work with people and just ignore them. You What'd go. you say? So we're going to leave on a high note. Yeah. Oh, yes. No, no, we're not. Oh, I'm not cutting you off yet. Thank I'm you. just oh. saying. saying Reel it in. Bruno, thank you so much. He's saying great Bruno. show tonight. Bruno. Patty Marie. There it is. Oh, There's the striped man. Oh, shit, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got the striper. There's the striper. I got the driver. I got Everybody, share the show. Show you you had a great time tonight by sharing the show. We appreciate that. We have about five minutes. So you guys have any other fucking stories you want to tell? The fuck with that mouth of yours. Oh. oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm used to it. Do you guys have any any stories you'd like to share yeah, with us? I'm kidding. Yeah. Oh, you got to be. one story that's like Giants. Oh, oh, I okay, so this is not a comedy story. This is a fishing story. Ooh, okay. There we go. I was going to say, go to fishing or living. Right, right, so, yeah. always entertaining. Last month, because 
because Chooch couldn't come fishing with us for three weeks because I was on the road. And I so he had to quarantine when he came back? So we're fishing. <laughs> it's me, him, my dad, like always. Boat comes past. Some young kid with his friends on the boat. And he's got three little girls on the boat with him. They're like, eh, you know, young kids. Yeah, they're, 16. Come out on my boat. I'm going to take my dad's boat out and we're going to have fun. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to go back to shore, you got to blow me. Chris, anyway. Kristen and Brock. From yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. From South the so they go by. They got, like these, they got these, these three guys and they got three girls on the boat. And they, him and my father. Like, hey, look at those girls. And I'm like, they're, they're like. 14. Actually, my father is the worst one. He was just like, huh? My father's like, man, you're looking at them girls over there. And I'm I like, was making fun of the fucking white He's men. making fun of the oh, guy. Terry's the kid, like, I'm hotter than no, those guys. Yeah. No, the kid had. The kid no, had, Terry's like, I'm hotter no. than those girls. The kid, had, <laughs> like, no, the kid had hair like you with a fucking headband. Yes, that's right. And so I'm like, look at this fucking He's like, look at it. So my father's goes, and, I go, so, and I'm, I'm you know, my name joke, so I'm making fun of the names. Right, going right. Brock, so, Brock and Connor. And I look at my man. father, and I go, Dad, those girls are like 15 years old. Like, what is wrong with you? And he goes, these girls today, they turn 15. They fuck like dogs. <laughs> All they care about is fucking and pizza. And pizza. And that's it. That's what he said. Fucking pizza, 80. Fucking fucking and pizza. And All you get about. from that boat is champagne and dick. So Terry and I are pissing ourselves. Dying. Then I get home, shower, everything like that. Karen, my wife, looks at me and goes, do you want to get pizza for dinner? And I go, fuck yeah, I want to get pizza for dinner. Hey, <laughs> but, funny. Yeah, and then I texted yeah, yeah. Terry. I was like, "I got pizza for dinner." <laughs> Your friend well, Timothy about his dick and pizza. Your friend Timothy J. Tim said, "I heard Terry is a huge Trump uh, Biden supporter." Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. Yes, he secretly supports Joe Biden. I do. It was I, that I, one. I, I, and then it was. I, a... I, I do. Uh, Good. I, I love. I love supporting people with a mush mouth that have fucking eleven brain cells and mush mouth. Fucking word they're saying. Mush mouth. Good to be here in Iowa. Iowa. I mean Ohio. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. I want pizza. Yeah, it was another time there was a yacht across from us, <coughs> and Terry and I are looking at this. I mean, it's gorgeous yacht. It's just docked, and we're looking at it, and I'm like, man, that's awesome boat. And my father goes, have like Calvin Klein's fucking boat. Like, the only yeah. thing you get on that boat is dick, dick and, and champagne. champagne. <laughs> his dad has a thing. That's not a fishing boat. Yeah, his dad That's has a, a fucking boat. Anytime he sees a boat where there's not a fishing pole, he goes, that's a fucking waste of a boat. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a motorcycle hobby. Like, so yeah. versus like a fucking well, you biker. Could, yeah, like, yeah. Like a yeah. Yeah. You have a boat where everybody's like laying out in the sun, whatever, and then people are having beers. If there's not a fishing pole on any yeah, boat, my father's it, man. It could be yeah. 20 it's feet, man. 30 feet, or 50 feet. If there's not a fishing pole, he goes, that's a waste of a boat. There's well, nobody fishing. Because they probably have the beautiful motor. He gets mad. He's like, what does he do? He would love to have. And it's look like, at, it's a fucking waste. Look at his, I get it. I look get at it, his chooch with his boat. He don't even got the fishing pole. What does he do? Yeah. And daddy's going out for a nice ride on the wood. No. Fuck it. That's unacceptable. He's not bringing a fish home. Right, exactly. Waste. It's a waste of life. <laughs> it's a waste. You're not fishing on that boat. It's a waste. Gotta bring fish. Like if you... Dude, we polished off half a bottle of Knob Creek 100 proof. You know why? Because we can fucking pound it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now we got to drive home. We'll sober them up. Here. Be careful, Downey. We're coming for you. Me and Tony might be the new Bourbon Brothers. Yeah, Downey. Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah. So Patty said take a cab. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll Uber them out of here. Don't Uber, worry. We will no. Uber them out. Make sure they're safe. We're um, professional drinkers. We don't need wild, to Uber. The wildflowers are not responsible. Car accidents or TVs that happen. Well, just from, so you all from know Deer out Park there. Avenue to just so you all know out there. Lake Bonnie and Mandy bought this for us. Because they wanted us to get a little uh, umbriaga. 
while we were doing it. So oh, they can pull sorry. the truth out of us. Wait, wait. Yeah, Umbriaga like, for the white people out there. Umbriaga means guys. drunk. Okay. I'm tired. <laughs> we're, we're liquoring you up and getting you like in a compromising position. Oh, are we going to have... <laughs> I, 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 yeah, listen. We, we saw what you did. You Boys. brought multiple bottles. Yes. And like, get them shit-faced so that they're, they're honest. That's right. You were And now we were honest. We told you. We told you who we loved. We told you who we hated. We told you our good gigs and our bad gigs. And now comes the six. Yeah, and we're gonna have now with them, me and Terry. Yeah. Me and Terry are gonna go with. Mandy shed. Any last thoughts? It's a two-car garage. Thank you. Belong. Yeah. What a belong. Thank you guys for hanging with us. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for coming, dude. I love this. You guys are great. We love having you. And show up on Friday. Yeah. June 4th. This Friday. Let's go. Fuck it. Down there. S.com. Right. You'll show you some people by actually com. showing up. Thank That's you, us, guys. That's a show. Peter Najek, thank you.